Hey y'all, welcome to Chat Chat, a Divorce Kid podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Hannah. And we are Divorce Kids. Welcome back, everybody. It's been a week, I guess, huh? Yeah. Thank you so much for the interest in our trailer episode. Yeah, truly. We're kind of shocked to see so much interest. It's been crazy. Also, if you like the music that you heard, shout out to Philippe Bronstein. He's the freaking best. He's the best. We tagged him in the, I think, just about everywhere, but just love that music. It's so good. You should have seen when Hannah and I heard that song for the first time. We were like <laughs> jumping up and down as if we were, you know, I don't even know, just Christmas the morning. Yeah, it was crazy. Yes, or had won the Olympics. Crazy. It was so awesome. Um, yeah, reach out to him for any of your scoring needs because he's a pro. So today we are doing a family tree kind of backstory history of our individual past and also how we became stepsisters but you'll have to stay tuned for the stepsister part yes we're gonna do in a a little two-parter situation so this first episode we're gonna talk about our individual histories everything basically leading up to 2014 which is when we graduated high school and that's when a certain somebody went on a first date oh that's so cute so that's a little foreshadowing a little cliffhanger for you that's gonna be coming in part two but for part one, we're just going to get into our individual stories because there's also plenty to cover there. So Hannah, do you want to kick us off? I would love to. So, you know, we're actually both from Portland or I guess more specifically Beaverton, Oregon. Mm -hmm. But my parents got married in 94, I believe, maybe 95. Don't quote me on that. Sorry, mom, dad. Had me in 96. And then they had my little brother, Zach, in 1999. Um, We were pretty you know, normal family for the most part. Um, We were both involved in a lot of sports growing up, me and my brother, um, whether that be basketball, soccer. Um, Zach was even involved in football at one point, but I would say gymnastics was a huge part of my life specifically and probably drove a wedge between me and my family, unfortunately. I'll be the first to admit that and, you know, things happen, but um, yeah, you know, just spent a lot of time at the gym with mostly my mom. She would travel with me for all of my gymnastics competitions. Um, and my brother and my dad were kind of left at home and, you know, formed their own bond and maybe led me to not be as close with my dad just because I didn't spend a lot of time with him. Um, I don't think it was the cause of divorce between them, but, you know, definitely, I think just drove a little bit of a wedge between the whole family. Um, when during the year is gymnastics season? Uh, it's technically year round is how okay. we often we practice. And then um, I say we as if I'm still doing it, but how often <laughs> you usually practice. And then season is January through May. And okay. yeah, traveling every weekend, whether that be within the state of Oregon. Every weekend, January to May, you and your mom are going? Yeah. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, there were some off weekends for sure. But for the most part, it was every single weekend. And yeah, sometimes just locally in Oregon or Washington, California. But your mom was very happy to be going with you. Oh my gosh, loved it. She wanted a, a kid <laughs> to do gymnastics so badly. Really? Wait, yeah. I actually did not know this. Oh my God. It was her dream to have like a daughter or son that just... She loved watching gymnastics. Loved it. And she kind of wow. grew up doing it, but definitely not at a competitive level. Um, and then when I showed interest in it, she was like, oh my God, this is my dream. <laughs> and I guess it wasn't going to be Zach. <laughs> no, but he actually did do gymnastics. Oh wait, while. I remember this. We were watching like old home videos of hannah and her brother and there is footage i think of zach yeah he would he had um many a uh, birthday parties at the gymnastics gym oh the best yeah he made it to like level two i think he had to do like two pull-ups or something like that and then after that he was like all right i'm i'm piecing out of here and when you were traveling Jan- january to may was your dad ever coming to those no he came to only the local ones that were literally within like 
Beaverton or then our um, team would host a meet. And so he would always come to that one and then state he would come to because mm-hmm. that was within the state of Oregon. But yeah, regionals usually not. Um, if it was somewhat close by, he would. But, um, you know, a, the region is like the Pacific Northwest. So it could be anywhere. It wasn't always like just going to be in Oregon. But this is something that would actually be really interesting to talk about in like a later episode is like how activities of children do kind of cause divide sometimes because I I definitely like relate to that of like your dad and brother kind of become their own little like entity and you and your mom doing a thing so totally yeah I feel like it's like more common than we realize maybe yeah definitely um but yeah so I you know grew up doing a lot of sports we would do a lot of things as families we went on a few family vacations that was really fun um you know we both went to public school had you know plenty of friends didn't really have any friends that had divorced parents or parents that were separated at all. Um, but then came sixth or seventh grade and um, my parents sat us down and told us that they were separating, which was really, really hard. I cried a lot that day when they told us that and I'm a pretty unemotional person. And so that was a really, really hard thing for me to hear. I felt like nobody else had that issue I guess you could call it or nobody else was going through the same thing so I didn't tell anybody about it but also it only lasted about a week my mom left and and stayed with a friend and then it was just me and my dad and my brother in in our childhood home together and she would call us every night there was like four nights that she was gone and my dad left and stayed with his brother and same thing he would call us and then it was my mom's turn to go back and stay at her friend's house and she just didn't leave and I was like what do you mean? Are yeah. you guys separated? And she's like, oh, I don't know. We're just like going to work on it. We're going to go to counseling and, you know. So they never used the divorce word. No, it was always like we're separating. Was it like, I, I have never had the, a separation like conversation with any of my parents. Was it like, did they explain that it was like a trial, like a test run? De- definitely a test run. It wasn't our fault. It was something that they were going through. They just like each needed a little space and then they were going to like... Yeah, and that they were like going to work on things, but they needed to do it separated, basically. Interesting. That I feel like that's almost like harder for a kid to understand. It, yeah. Because it's a pretty complex idea. Yeah, it was really hard and it was kind of confusing, but it was nice that they were, you know, letting us stay there. And that they were leaving, but then it didn't last very long. So it was just a really confusing situation. And then it Mm. was like, okay, well, we're just going to work it out and live underneath the same roof and go to counseling and whatever. And we like never went on a family vacation after that. Actually, funny enough, because like it just like didn't work for them. The the family trips really take a screeching halt. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It was like literally sixth or seventh grade. And it was like never again that we went on a family vacation. I think we maybe went to the beach and it was not great. I don't remember all of the details. I just remember it being really hard. Yeah, you always, there's always like the one final trip and you're like, this is not fun anymore. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not happy and fun. Somebody come pick me up, please. Mom? Seriously. <laughs> or somebody else. Yeah. Um, but then they started working on things. And I actually remember I told one person about the separation. Hmm. I won't name who it is, but uh, we both know her, actually. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you after the episode. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, and she was like, oh, interesting. Yeah, my mom or my parents... Like, I'm surprised that they're not divorced. Ah. And I was like, hmm, okay, so maybe I'm not the only one. This is kind of interesting. But then rolls around sophomore year of high school. You know, they've been actually sleeping in different beds. My mom was sleeping in the basement. My dad was sleeping upstairs in the master bedroom. And definitely things were not not good at all. So, yeah, it comes comes around sophomore year of high school, and they set us down again, and they tell us that they're actually separating, getting a divorce 
and my mom's moving out. And I was like, oh my capital gosh. Capital D. Yeah, capital D divorce. And I was like, oh my gosh, okay. I'm not like uber shocked. Right. But I'm pretty sad about it. Because it never went back to normal after the first separation. No, never. So it was like, felt like four years of them like trying, but it was just kind of awkward. And I don't know, there's a lot of slamming of cupboards and, you oh, know, yeah. things like that. Very passive aggressive behavior, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the next four years leading up until them sending us down again to tell us that they were getting divorced so then you know i didn't actually i don't think i actually cried maybe had like a tear well up in my eye when they told us that they were getting divorced my brother was really upset about it but he's a lot more sensitive than i am yeah um but then the day that my mom moved out that is the day that i cried a lot Mm -hmm. a lot and i think my brother even like I don't even know what he did, but something probably pretty drastic. Just knowing him, I think he's just like I said, a little bit more sensitive and yeah, loves love a lot. Yeah, and we love Zach oh, so much, so much. He's my best friend for sure. Um, so they get divorced. My mom moves out. It's a really difficult transition. Um, I didn't like the schedule of week on week off, so we were doing like a five five two two, a three three four four. <laughs> I just didn't want to be away from my mom for more than five days. Like, I just couldn't handle it. It was nuts. And in retrospect, I'm like, Hannah, you grow a pair of balls, honestly. (laughs) I mean, it's tough. And you're like 15 at the time. Yeah, it is really tough. But still, I'm like, come on. Like, a little sense of routine here. Like, a a 2255 was just insane. So, then, um, I guess at that point, I still didn't tell anybody about it ever for a year. My mom told um, some of my gymnastics friends' parents, mm-hmm. and they th- then my teammates would come up to me, or I guess came up to me once and just said, "Hey, Hannah, like we love you. Aww. We're always there for you." That's really sweet. Yeah, but I didn't tell anybody. I didn't want to tell anybody, um, or tell anyone. I should say. Um, and then we went to a Young Life camp in Malibu, Canada. Anna was there too. <laughs> Shout out to our fellow alumni. Yeah, yeah, for real, Young Life baby. Um, but yeah, it was, I think, night four or five that we were there. That's when they get you. I know. They really say dig deep. (laughs) And (laughs) and we uh, were in our little cabin and I finally shared that my parents, you know, had gotten divorced and this was a whole almost year later. And other people started sharing similar stories that, you know, they were, their parents were also divorced. And I was like, okay, maybe this isn't super crazy. Yeah. And I'm not the only person um who has divorced parents um and i never went to therapy about it um my mom tried to get me to go but don't i don't need it yeah i was like i definitely <laughs> do not need it if anybody needs it it's you which is oh just God. so brutal and rude and she was already Wait, did you say that to her face no i think i was more like I, I don't why do you think i need therapy mom yeah and she was like okay okay uh but our young life leader was nice enough to act as my therapist i think for a little while so that was great um and my mom still to this day thanks her for basically being my therapist throughout high school um and even into college i would you know talk to her occasionally um but yeah so it was pretty tough i would say to uh to have divorced parents and go through high school and then of course into college but i think that kind of wraps up the whole you know backstory of my parents getting divorced a kind of a long journey honestly because from what was you were sixth grade yeah, sixth, seventh grade. 
um, up until sophomore year of high school. Yeah. Was just sort of an awkward timeline. Yeah. And then from sophomore year up until senior year, you know. Wow. Dealing with the divorced parents and still to this day. But. Yeah. It never ends. It really <laughs> never ends. Wow. Yeah. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, of course. Um, yeah. I'm excited to hear your story. Yeah. Um, happy to jump into it. So it's. Yeah. Let's hear it. I guess like a little bit longer although i kind of feel like each um each divorce that occurred was more quick like there was like i said like separation was never a thing that like my parents sat us down to say um that they were doing but the first divorce was from inception essentially Mm. um so my mom and dad i think we're probably married around oh actually a little bit earlier because my older brother was born in 1994. I'm born in 96. Wait, were they married before they had Jacob? Yeah, they were. Okay. As far as I know. Okay. <laughs> Breaking news. I think um, this is something that Hannah and I have talked about before. Is like some. It's challenging to get a lot of details, like specific details about um, marriage and divorce and like separation timelines. Because obviously, when you're, you're like a kid, it's not exactly kid appropriate for your parents to like read you into every little detail of things. And two, I feel like it makes you resent the other parent in some way. If yeah. like one parent is like talking poorly about the other parent. And which, we'll definitely do an episode on yeah, that. But. Which is definitely hard to hear because you totally see the other parent in maybe a little bit of a different light, which isn't fair. Yeah. And so I do I do really appreciate that. I think across all of the divorces that have occurred, I think my parents have all been very cordial and like respectful as as much as they can be. They're human, yeah, obviously. But I would, I, yeah, I would agree with mine, too. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think they were married. Yeah. Just before having Jacob and then had me in 96. And, you know, it's never a child's fault that their parents get divorced. But ever there are some suspicious timelines. <laughs> I also was not like 100% um, uh, r- you know, written to the calendar to have a second child perhaps so soon. Um, I think it just was maybe one stressor too many. Um, and this is also, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like making up what I imagine was happening around that time because I was not forming memories. Um, but yeah, so my, my mom and dad got divorced and Jacob and I were going back and forth. Jacob's my older brother. Um, for like we started with doing weekdays with my dad and weekends with my mom but then once we were in school I think we switched it around which made a lot more sense um but then yeah my parents each started like dating their serious partners pretty soon after I think like a couple years after they got divorced um and so my dad was dating a woman that lived in California and we would go down to California like a few times every year. Um, love her very much. She's been a big part of my life, again, like since I was a toddler. And my mom um, met my stepdad at the time. And yeah, same thing, like big part of my life. But weekdays were with my mom and my stepdad and weekends were with my dad. And that was basically the schedule, like all the way from when I like have memories up until Uh, my mom and my stepdad getting divorced when I was a sophomore. Um, But like that schedule was very good with me. And I thought it was super normal. I've told this story like many times, but I went to my first sleepover in elementary school and I asked my friend, where do you go on the weekends? And she was very confused. And she was like, what do you mean? Like I stay at this house 
all the the whole week and i was like that's so weird <laughs> i love that you thought it was weird that she didn't go back and forth <laughs> yeah that makes it obviously it just seemed so normal i thought it was like weird that she didn't do it and also i was like that's so lame because i get two christmases two thanksgivings i have two bedrooms two um, birthdays yeah two birthdays like it was so normalized and we didn't also use my parents at least didn't use language about like divorce or step you know step parent or like step sibling or half sibling um because my mom and stepdad also had a child luke my baby brother he's little luke. little luke five years younger than me um and like i didn't even i just did not register that we were not even full siblings like just i don't even know when i really like understood that fully um because we were just he's just my brother you know right so it was very much like that kind of closeness and like my dad's parents are very much luke's grandparents as well or they were and my step grandparents nana and papa um were very much like my grandparents and there was just never you know i didn't call like my cousins on that side of the family my step cousins we were all just a big family so that was really a wonderful i think blessing and like just to have such a close family and i never felt like ostracized or like an outsider you know yeah kudos um, to them for sure for doing that That's yeah awesome. yeah for sure and like even luke would come sometimes to my dad's house on the weekends with me and jacob which is like so funny in hindsight um <laughs> but i like loved having him with us there and like uh he would just call my dad harvey which is his last name um which i just think was cute like he doesn't he has no relation to this person but he's just like been a part of his life I feel like it just made you guys like a super close-knit yeah, group totally. too, which is helpful and not to feel like you guys were ever going to be separated or, yeah. Yeah, we just you, felt like a unit. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so that was like basically just the system that we had for the family up until I was a sophomore. Um, and at this point, so my stepdad had like left his corporate job and started his own um, housing development company and... Uh, we were building a house for like our family, for like my mom and him and um, me and my brothers. And we were like going to multiple different rental houses as the house was getting built. And it was already like kind of a hectic time. And I don't really have like so many memories of it seeming like they were getting divorced. There were like a couple fights here and there. But I was always like, my mom already was divorced the first time. Like I don't, that couldn't happen again. Because at the time, I did not know a lot of those statistics about like, you know, uh, having additional marriages, your chances of like getting divorced go up and up and up. Right. At the time, I was just like, obviously, if you get divorced the one time, like you that's just, it. yeah, that's it. Yeah. You just get the one. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, I think like the second rental house we lived in or something, they sat us down and they said, we're getting divorced. And it was the, because I was only 14. I was going to say also your sophomore year of high school. Also, yeah. Spr spring of my sophomore year. When was okay. yours? Mine was um, fall. I think it was like October. Yeah, this was spring because I remember it was in the middle of track season. Um, and I just remember getting like tunnel vision. And mm. I just was like, this can't be happening. Did you feel like you, it made you focus on something like like track? As oh, like, like, an hyper like an outlet? No, I like failed everything. Like I quit. I, f I think I finished that track season. But I only did track because I did cross country in the fall and I was wanting to like run varsity and our coach was very insistent on like, you should be year round doing distance running. Mm. I quit after finishing that season, failed my first class in school, was like not going to class. Really? Yeah, I was like, I remember the cross country girls like wrote me a letter actually that summer and they were like, we really care about you. We really miss having you at practice. Like, 
we know you're kind of going through a lot right now. We'd love for you to come back. It was really, really sweet. But wow. I was like, I was very depressed. I'd never like had, I mean, I was always a pretty emotional kid. Yeah. And um, unlike Hannah, where she was like, I don't need to go to therapy. I literally asked my parents. I was like, I need to go to therapy. Can you please like help me find a therapist? That's good that you were able to ask. Yeah. I mean, I think I had known that my mom had already gone to a therapist before um but yeah they, i think they actually my mom and my stepdad started going to couples counseling and maybe they were before and we didn't know about it but i remember they were going after they got divorced to like help figure out how to um like co-parent i feel like maybe my parents did too i know that my mom was for sure going to therapy just for herself after mm-hmm. they got divorced but i don't know for certain if they were going together yeah but they you know wanted to learn to co-parent better with each other and um yeah so that was sophomore year and and then yeah so then going into junior year that's when like things were pretty bad like i wasn't running cross country i like failed my first class was like in therapy I think I was going like twice a week I was going to therapy and I would just sit there and oh just gosh. cry for the first probably like six sessions like I couldn't even like speak <laughs> wow. I was just so uh, yeah it, and I, you know that was like when my insomnia started and mm. Hannah knows very well I have long long-standing <laughs> insomnia yes. but so then we were I was going between three houses then yeah that's that is really tough I felt like going between two was really tough which is why I focused so much on gymnastics at that time because that was the only normal thing left in my life yeah so i was like this is so normal and this is my only outlet and this is what i have to focus on so i was hyper focused on that and like yeah that's like would it what wouldn't shake me Mm. because it was so predictable i would go there for four hours or four and a half hours every single day i knew exactly what my assignments were and that was what felt good to me because everything else felt like my world was rocked yeah that's interesting actually The, the natural thing to do would be like look for the thing that is consistent and I guess I just didn't not well, do that. Well, this is also the second one. And like yeah. you just said, you were going between three houses. Your world was rocked again because you didn't think it was going to happen again. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden it does. So I think that <laughs> your reaction was also fairly normal. Yeah, I think it was just kind of like shit was already inconsistent and like crazy. And then I would just kind of, I think I just like leaned into it. I was like, you know what? <laughs> if everything's going to be wild. But I will say, I think my brothers and I, it kind of brought us together, which I know you've mentioned before, you and Zach, it really was like, you kind of became a unit. Totally. It was like me and Zach against the world. Yeah. And I remember like Jacob, Luke and I just having like a big group hug and just kind of like holding each other. And um, I remember, I think Jacob was the one that said this and he can confirm if he comes on the pod, but he was like, we're going to be okay. Like it was very, very sweet. He he really like was big brother in that moment. Um, But yeah, so then I mean, the expectation was kind of to go between three houses, which is weird at that point because it's my stepdad is now my like ex-stepdad. So he has no relation to me. So it's, I don't know. Like, I guess I didn't need to, but I also was like, I don't want to go between multiple houses. All of my stuff was, it was at my stepdad's house because my mom was the one that moved out and got a rental. Mm. And so I just like, it was just too much. Did you feel like that was the easiest transition for your mom to go and get a house? Or would you? do you wish that it would have been? Mm. Well, it was tough because it was like, we had all planned the building of this new house that he was working on. Like she had planned in like the blueprints of like the, yeah, like the architectural blueprints of it, like a whole office area. So then like a lot of stuff was getting like changed with that and mm. I mean, it was always like his project, I guess, because it was like his company building it. Yeah. But I don't know. 
I don't know. But yeah, I had a really hard time adjusting to my mom's rental houses. And um, in hindsight, I was a pretty like ungrateful and angsty teen at the time because she was like she was trying so hard to make it so comfortable. And I know like your mom was doing the same. Yeah, Um, it is interesting that both of our moms moved out um, because I feel like a lot of times it's usually the dad moves out. Yeah, but I would say I'm grateful that it was my mom because I think she made the rental house more of a home than my dad would have. That's so true. So no offense to the the men out there. No (laughs) no offense at all. But yeah, it was like, okay, I'll go to a childhood home that already feels like a home because that's where I grew up. And like, he's there. So that's all normal. But then to go to a totally new space, but at least my mom's there because she made it feel at least slightly homier than just a plain old rental house. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. So I was mostly, I was honestly mostly just staying at my stepdad's house like for the last two, like last year and a half of high school, because I had stopped kind of Jacob and I didn't really go to our dad's house every single weekend because he lived like 25 minutes away from um, where Hannah and I went to high school. And so like all of our friends lived where my stepdad lived, which was near Hannah's childhood home. Um, And it was just kind of more convenient to stay around there. And we will do another episode also down the line about like uh, time, time with each parent and like navigating that because I think that's obviously like Hannah had multiple I mean, we both, between the two of us, have had so many different iterations of scheduling. Yeah. And and then as a, adults as well, it's like, yeah. it, doesn't, it does not stop when you turn 18 no. and like aren't legally required. Yeah. And especially us being, you know, what, 2,000 miles away from home. It's like every single time we come home, it's a whole new adventure. So yeah. I can't wait to get into that. That's like going to be a good one. Well, I think that's just about everything for our individual family trees. Yeah. You guys will have to stay tuned for part two. Yeah, to learn what does shat mean? Yeah, they don't know. Nobody knows. How could they possibly be step-siblings? It's so crazy. It is crazy. Um, Well, thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, give us a follow on Instagram. It's at shatchatpod. Yes, and if you liked this episode and you want to be in the loop Mm -hmm. for episode two of the shat family tree make sure you subscribe to the podcast on apple Podcasts as well as spotify and shout out to hannah for our beautiful artwork oh thank you so much she's a master at that kind of stuff we actually have some samples of wallpaper for when we get the youtube channel up and running yes we can't wait to start filming so you can see our faces put a face to the voice i guess huh looking forward to it crazy all right we'll see you in the next one bye